You are listening to the Moro Report with Victor J. Moro. Okay, so the elites are now uh, making a move on censorship to a point where now you literally can't say anything anymore. Um, if you haven't heard the news, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> more than likely, if you're listening to this podcast and you know that David Icke has been banned from YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere, just like Alex Jones was. I believe it was a year ago, maybe two years ago. But yeah, man, the elites are, they're not playing any games now. If you say anything negative, well, let me, let me put it like this. If you expose anything at this point, if you expose anything and it goes viral, if you expose any any of their agenda, any little piece of their agenda, any little part of their agenda at this point, and it goes viral, has the potential to go viral, they're going to ban you. They don't mind it when you are a, um, you know, a small YouTuber. They don't mind that, but when it goes viral, when you have the ability to meet to reach millions, they're gonna ban you. So David Ike was going in on the coronavirus scam, and he took it a step further than I have now. He made the claim that the coronavirus did not exist. Oh, it wasn't real. At least that's what it sounded like David Icke was saying. Now, I never took it that far. I, I, I won't go as far as to say that it doesn't exist or, or that the coronavirus isn't real. But what I said was it is being used to set up this police state that we're currently in, the lockdown. Um, this is the powers of beast way of testing people all over the world. The whole world is in a you know in a police state. And that's how I was looking at it. But David Ike went a step further and he exposed a lot of things um about the virus and he caught their attention so anyway you have people like Jason Goodman who has been exposing the hypocrisy and the corruption um, if you haven't seen the Jason Goodman YouTube channel, um, it's really, really good. I believe he has over 100,000 subscribers. He's really, really good. He's been going to different hospitals. He's been walking around New York City, 
um, really getting a feel for what's really going on in New York. And uh, speaking of New York, I'm going to talk about that later on in the podcast. Um, Andrew Cuomo slipped up and told the truth. 66% of the new coronavirus hospitalizations are people that stayed home. So the whole lockdown thing has been complete BS. So anyway, um, back to David Icke. Uh, so David Icke's entire channel is no more. It's deleted. Now, if you remember, um, towards the end of last year, YouTube sent out a notice stating that they have the right to delete your channel without warning. So the whole strike your video thing, that's, I mean, that's still there. That's still in place, but now they'll just delete your channel. So I'm going to say this to all of the conspiracy guys, so-called, because, you know, they, they coined that, uh, that phrase conspiracy theory, that saying conspiracy theory, um, they tagged any, anybody that questions the elites or the powers that be, they labeled you conspiracy theory. So for all of you conspiracy people out there that are thinking about starting up a YouTube channel, you might as well stick to podcasting or, um, go to another platform because I'm telling you right now, YouTube is going to delete you at some point, especially if you get big enough. Um, at, at the moment you still have, like I said, Jason Goodman, he's still on. Um, was another one. We are changed with, um, Luke Radowski. He's still on, but how long before they get deleted? That's the question. Um, Google owns YouTube. Okay. So also I want to pivot over to Valuetainment. Now, I'm pretty sure you've heard of Valuetainment. If you haven't, he's a um a YouTuber, a big YouTuber. Right? A big this dude's got over he may have three million subscribers, I believe. Over 3 million, somewhere in that range. But anyway, um, he did a interview. He did an interview with Judy Mikovits and she exposed Fauci, Dr. Doom, as some people like to call him, Dr. Doom, Dr. Fauci. She exposed him and his video got deleted. He's lucky his whole channel didn't get shut down see the days are over when you could just have people on and expose these elites those days are over now out of all the videos that patrick from valuetainment has uploaded and he's had mafia guys on there people that have been in the mob and they talked about murders extortion you name it, illegal gambling, you name it. They've 
two hour, sometimes two hour interviews. And they never deleted anything. But he puts this one video up of Judy, Dr. Judy uh, Mikovits exposing Dr. Fauci, a.k.a. Dr. Doom, a.k.a. Mr. I'm going to tell you to wear your mask, but I'm not going to wear a mask. She exposes him. And now look, they delete his video and he's upset about it. But if you don't know by now, freedom of speech is dead as far as social media is concerned. So people better, people better find another means of, um, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, forget about it. Forget about it. What what needs to happen is people need to create their own independent um, platform just for this. And it needs to be something that's available to everyone. See, I think Alex Jones has a band, band video, but you have to contact Alex Jones in order to um, get it uploaded or the people, whoever's running it for him. Well, there needs to be a platform for freedom of speech. I think you have BitChu, but, um, BitChu has his issues. There's a lot of agents on there. Um, a lot of racism on there. So I, I don't know about BitChu. It has, and plus you can, I don't think you can embed a bit you video and put it on like your website, like you can with YouTube. I think that's another problem, but this should have been done a long time ago for all these people that are woke, so-called woke and, and know the agenda of the powers that be the elites. There should have been a platform like YouTube just for people like this. Um, a long time ago. It should have been a, a, a platform at least three years ago. And when Alex Jones was banned from YouTube, that should have been it. That should have been the wake-up call. We shouldn't be sitting here talking about um, David Icke. David Icke being banned from YouTube. Um, that's why I don't post on YouTube hardly anymore because I know it's just a matter of time. They've already um, put strikes on certain videos that I've done and I wasn't even being offensive. Ironically, the really offensive videos that I've done and I've done some pretty offensive videos. They didn't get, you know, they didn't get a strike, but they're, they're being petty. You know, you don't even have to say new world order anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it's the information that is causing people to get banned. So, it used to be a time you had to say something very offensive, like Alex Jones was the, um, uh, what was it? Uh, the Sandy Hook shooting. They used that to get him banned. They used COVID-19 to get David Icke banned, but it doesn't take that anymore as Valuetainment has shown 
Um, all he did was have his guest, Dr. Judy Mikovits, who worked with Dr. Fauci, and she knows him very well. Um, you know, if you didn't see the video, I don't know how you can see it now. I was, I was going to say go check the video out, but damn, it's been taken down. Um, so anyways, um, there used to be key words that would get you banned, but now censorship is at an all-time high. While all of this is happening, while we're in this police state lockdown and they're destroying the economy and at the same time, censorship. Censorship, censorship, censorship. That's what it's all about right now. They're really making their move. But while you can, I, I would advise people to go check out Jason Goodman. Um, he has a few videos up where he exposes how these hospitals have incentives to, um, to, to basically toe tag every patient, especially if someone died with COVID-19. Okay. They're toe tagging people with COVID-19 because they get a big payout. These hospitals get a big payout. You know, it's like $40,000 or something like that. That's why if you notice no one is dying of anything else anymore. Someone dies of a heart attack, they say it's COVID-19. Someone dies of cancer, it was COVID-19. Hell, the, the, the governor of uh, Connecticut, I think his name is Ned Lamont, he got caught uh, stating that a baby died of COVID-19 when it turns out the caretaker um, even admitted you know, the baby accidentally died of suffocation. It was an infant, actually. You know, it was a it was an infant. It was a suffocation um, accident. But he went on there talking about this baby died of COVID nineteen, and Candace Owens of all people exposed it on her Twitter. I think she's being. I believe she's being banned from Twitter, and I don't even like Candace Owens. I, I look at Candace Owens as a sellout, as a sellout, um, a complete sellout. Me as a black man, I'm not rocking with it. But she still has the right to freedom of speech. And that's one thing that I've always harped on. If nothing else, I've always harped on freedom of speech is important. Even the KKK, much as I hate the KKK, they still have the right to freedom of speech. Because if they if they take away their freedom of speech, well, guess what? They're going to take them take away mine also, and that's how people have to look at it. It's not about what you're offended by. It's about people should be allowed to voice their opinion. Now, as long as they don't get physically violent, say whatever you want to say. But the world we live in now, uh, the United States is becoming more and more. Um, like China, you know, dictatorship. And what they've done with COVID-19 is they have amped it up completely. Um, you see the New York police officer. There's a viral video of this New York police officer 
um, just beating people up. He, he took this, this, um, well, first of all, he beat up this one guy who was sitting down. I don't know if the guy had done something or not, but then another individual was just walking up and he didn't like, the police officer didn't like the way the guy looked and he starts punching him, throws him down to the ground, um, handcuffs him and then punches him in the back of the head. And the only thing that happened to him was he got relieved of duty. Well, he didn't, he didn't even get relieved of duty. They just put him on desk duty and moved and removed his gun from him. So you might as well get used to this, right? You might as well get used to it. Unless people in mass numbers, big numbers, huge numbers start fighting back. The sheep are the ones that just sit there and go, well, you know, we have to have faith in the justice system. People are going to have to start, you know, really speaking out, man. Because politics, money is what drives everything. Speaking of money, I hope you guys caught the, the elites, right? Talking about this cryptocurrency. They want to get rid of the dollar bill. And that's another thing that's going to happen. They're going to say, well, we can't exchange dollar bills anymore because coronavirus. That's coming also. Just know that by 2030, we got about 10 years. That number 2030 has been coming up a lot. That's the year. I said before, a lot of people were saying, well, this is, this, this is it. This is now. This, this is the, the moment when they roll in martial law and everything else. And I said, no, I think this is a test run. I think they're just testing us, you know, just to see how we react. 2030, I believe, is the year. They're going to have it all in place by then. That doesn't mean they're going to wait to 2030. What I'm saying is by 2030, um, they've already tested us with martial law, martial law light, stay at home order, right? Notice the stay at home order um, in the name of COVID-19. They're openly talking about getting rid of the dollar. Um. And they're openly talking about the microchips, you know, microchipping everyone. Here we are. There was a time when these was these were just conspiracy theories. Now these are now these are um, things that they're talking about out in the public. Excuse my voice, y'all. My my voice is kind of gone, so if I sound raspy, you know, sorry about that. But the things that used to be conspiracy theory, now they're talking about it out in the public because they're ready now. The, the, the game is over. They're done playing. Um, they want to get this thing moving. They know they have 10 years. They have a 10-year window. So that means that from now to 2030, you're going to see things drastically change. Drastically. The America as you know it, 
is no more. Things are about to get serious. Now you have these murder hornets. You have food shortages all over the country. And you have a crashing economy. All of this is happening at the same damn time. Just wait. It's going to get much worse. You are listening to The Morrow Report with Victor J. Morrow. So New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has just admitted that 66% of the coronavirus hospitalizations in New York are people that did not leave the house, people that stayed at home, people that obeyed the stay-at-home order. So what does that mean? What does that mean for all the people that were hounding, criticizing, and talking a lot of trash about people that were going out? This changes the whole narrative. Now, from the beginning, they said that the coronavirus was that it was airborne. Anybody with common sense will understand that if it's airborne and you can't stop it. Staying at home isn't going to stop or prevent the spread. So let me go ahead and play this clip. This is Andrew Cuomo admitting that even though people stayed at home and didn't leave the house, they still managed to contact the coronavirus. Let me see if I can pull this clip up right quick. This is a surprise. Overwhelmingly, the people were at home. Uh, where there's been a lot of speculation about this. A lot of people, again, had opinions. A lot of people have been uh, arguing uh, where they come from and where we should be focusing. But if you notice, 18% of the people came from nursing homes. Less than 1% came from jail or prison. 2% came from the homeless population. 2% from other congregate facilities. But 66% of the people were at home, uh, which is shocking to us. Disproportionately older. But by the way, older starts at 51 years old. Uh, I'm a little sensitive on this point. But if older starts at 51 uh, years old, then uh, that's a large number of us old folk uh, in this uh, in this state and in this uh, country. So uh, that whole vulnerable population being old, well, old is now 51 and up. So uh, think about that. Uh, 60 to 70. uh... Anyway. Anyway, he goes on and on. And um, 
Okay, this is the this is the breaking point right here. So now what do you have to say? For all the people that have talked all of this trash. What do you have to say? For all the people that have criticized people that wanted to somewhat reopen, somewhat get back to normal. What do you have to say now? Stay at home order didn't work. Not because people were still going out. You see? You see this? Now, here's the thing. I don't see most of these cable news networks. And matter of fact, you know, you can say ABC News, NBC News, MSNBC, CNN, whatever. Doesn't matter. I don't see them talking about this. I don't hear mention of this. I search YouTube, I search, search, search. only saw one clip and that was from um, CNBC so I don't I don't hear much coverage on this out of all the reporting that they've done all the news coverage the pandemic the pandemic the pandemic that's all we've been hearing about the pandemic the pandemic oh this many people died I don't hear anyone speaking on the fact, except Cuomo spoke on it, but they're not keying in on what he just said. They're not keying in on the fact that 66% of the new hospitalizations, I can't even get it out, hospitalizations People that stayed at home. At what point do you say enough is enough? It's time to somewhat reopen. I can understand uh, not having large sporting events at the moment. Or if you do have sporting events, you have... You know, if you're going to have a crowd, have people spread out. I don't have a problem with that. But the lockdown has to stop. It has to end at some point. And they thrash Trump. I'm not a Trump supporter. But I have agreed I am I am in agreement with Trump on this. The country can't stay locked down. You can't just lock down America. It's not China. America's not China. Now you've got people that have lost their businesses, people on the verge of losing their homes if they haven't already. And you know what's gonna happen when the country reopens. A lot of these small businesses 
these people that own these small businesses, they won't be able to uh, continue. They won't be able to continue to run their businesses because they would have lost so much money and time. And they've had to fire employees. People, you know, they may have had, you know, let's say five people working for them. They had to get rid of them. They had to. What are they going to do? They're going to pick up where they left off? I understand caution, but I do feel like the government uh, overreacted to something you can't control any, anyway. You can't control it. You cannot control it. 66% of the new hospitalizations are people that stayed home, that did not leave the house. And I know people that have, now me personally, because I work, and um, I guess you can say my, my work is essential, I still go to work. And, you know, in D.C., the streets are empty. The trains are empty. Um, all you see is homeless people and um, mentally ill people running around. And it makes makes the streets very dangerous. It makes everything dangerous. Um, but all of this shutting down everything, locking down the whole country. It still hasn't stopped anything. It hasn't prevented anything. And the Democrats have politicized it. And this is the thing that pissed me off. They criticized Trump when he initially said that he would stop travel to China. They called them racist. They called them everything. Every, I mean, they just, they were so adamant about making sure that Trump is vilified. How dare you decide you're going to stop travel to China? And then those same people Nancy Pelosi included. Those same people flipped once the coronavirus hit America and they said Trump didn't act fast enough. He should have locked everything down sooner. So you see the game that's being played. You see the game that's being played here. This is one of those moments, one of those rare moments, where I actually have to agree with a lot of uh, right-wing pundits. Doesn't happen often, 
but it's happening more and more each day. And I'm independent. I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. Just for the record, I don't care about either party. I have no um, allegiance to either party. But I'm going to tell you something, man. The Democrats, the way they handled this pandemic, It's just downright disgusting. I hate the I hate the way they politicized it. The fear mongering. The blaming of Trump every time they got a chance. This is all Trump's fault. And then when Trump said it's the China virus or it's the Wuhan Wuhan virus or Wuhan flu. They criticized them for that. But where did it come from? It came from China. But they wanted to blame Trump. And I know this is an election year. Okay, whatever. It's an election year. So you want to play politics. But if you're so concerned about the health of the United States citizens and the safety of the United States citizens as they pretend to be, then why are you politicizing it? Why are you playing politics at a time like this? Why? Why are you doing this? Enough is enough. They want, I'm going to tell you what the Democrats want. They want the economy to absolutely tank. They want the markets, everything to just crash. They like the fact. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I read their body language. They love reporting on how bad the economy is because it's an election year. Read their body language. One minute they're pretending, oh, we're so concerned about the pandemic. People should stay home. Be safe out there. They always say that. Be safe out there. Be safe, y'all. Stay home. Well, what does that do? What does staying home mean? It means that people aren't going to work. If people aren't going to work, well, what is that going to do to the economy? So, instead of saying, listen, um, the economy's weak because we're in a pandemic. They don't do that. They just report the numbers. Oh, um, new, new stats show that, and I'm just making up a number, uh, 10 million people have filed for unemployment. Okay. Pandemic. Is that Trump's fault? Now, granted, Trump did lie. Trump did lie when he said that the economy was weak when he came into office. That was a lie. That was a flat out lie because Obama, you know, again, Obama was, at least according to um, data stats. 
you know, you can't trust anything nowadays, but apparently the economy was on the up and up when Obama left office. So when Trump said that he was handed the weakest, a weak economy and he turned everything around, that part was a lie. But what's also a lie is when Democrats try to make it look like Trump failed. It wasn't Trump. It was the shutdown. It was the lockdown. It caused the economy to go into the sewer. Trump didn't cause unemployment. He didn't cause this. Didn't Nancy Pelosi go um, out to Chinatown in San Francisco to show that we're with the Chinese people in America? Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't see anything wrong with that. Just, just for the record. But what I'm saying is, if you're going to do that, don't come back later and say Trump should have shut down everything sooner. That's hypocritical. It's hypocritical, especially in a time like this when you're so worried about the safety of the American people. Stay safe out there. Make sure you guys stay safe. Stay home. Be safe. It's double speak. And it's hypocrisy at its finest. And then the governor of New York, who has been on TV every single day. Every single day, giving you updates. On COVID-19 in New York, who has completely locked the whole damn city down. After all of this, he says 66% of new hospitalizations are people that stayed home. The irony, the irony in this is through the roof. Unbelievable. Unfreaking believable. You cannot. You can't make this stuff up, right? You can't put into words how incompetent these people are. One minute, the virus is airborne. The next minute, they're reporting that it's physical contact. That's how you um, get the coronavirus. Then it's one week, wear the mask to protect yourself. Next week, the mask doesn't work. Next week, uh, you know, everyone should look. These people are just making up things as they go. One minute, the you need to wear gloves. Next minute, the gloves don't work. 
Every week they report something different. Does the mask work or does it not? Then they said, well, wear the mask um, because it doesn't protect you, but it protects you from spreading it to other people. It's just. These people are playing games with people's lives. They have taken people's livelihood away. And then they have the nerve to criticize people that protest the stay-at-home orders because they want to go back to work. But the Democrats don't want you to go back to work. The Democrats want you to stay home. They want the economy to crash so they can bring that up as a talking point in the November presidential election. That's what this is all about. That's what this really is. If it were up to the Democrats, they would ride this damn thing out for as long as they possibly can, at least until November. That's why anyone that brings up the idea of reopening America, they shut it down. They say, oh, how dare you? You're going to kill so many people. And I see people on the comment board. And it and and they bought into this lie that the coronavirus only spreads when people go outside. But they said the virus was airborne. If it's airborne, that damn thing is gonna go through everything. Is is you you can't stop it. You know, you can't stop it. You can't. There's nothing you can do. But instead of admitting that, they lie. And then when Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo comes on and he comes on and um, he admits that 66% of the new uh, coronavirus hospitalizations are People that stayed home, they brush over it as if he never said it. Why? Because it doesn't fit their narrative. That's why it's not all over YouTube. Now, let Trump say something offensive. It will be on every news site. Every major news site will cover it for weeks on end. Hypocrisy. Pure hypocrisy. But this, what Cuomo just said, oh no, no, you can't find it nowhere. After, I would say 75% of the country doesn't even know that he said that. They're still, and I know this because online people are still Criticizing um, people, like I'll give you an example. Georgia, Georgia has uh, reopened, right? 
or somewhat reopened, I guess. And I still see people online in the comment sections of these various news sites cursing out people in Georgia. Oh, you people are crazy. I can't believe you're going outside. You're going to be the reason why the coronavirus uh, uh, continues to spread. The governor of New York City, the city, excuse me, of New York, excuse me, I'm thinking about de Blasio, excuse me, <laughs> the governor of New York, the state has, that has been hit the hardest, supposedly, by COVID-19, supposedly, he has literally said 66, and I, can, I have to keep saying it. I have, to, I have to keep repeating it because it's unbelievable that this is not being covered. Like, it's, it's almost like he never said it. 66% of the new hospitalizations are people that stayed home. So what does that mean? That means this stay-at-home order, this lockdown, did not work. The, gig, the, the, the jig is up. It's time to put the BS to the side. No more BS politics. It's time to reopen the damn country. That's it. That's all. 